0: and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson.
1: Hello again, and thank you for joining us. We're so excited again about uh, the guest we will have today. But first, I want to just say hello to The many guests who are listening to us right now from Japan, China, Canada, France, Germany, Uh, I can go on and on, but I'm extremely excited about that. It's just a thrill when you all tune in because the platform is dedicated to helping to empower those who may listen to a completely different approach to being traditional or non-traditional. And I say that because we're Wellness Interactive And our signature brand is the Wellness Lounge, and we like to believe we take it a step further. So this is our platform today, as always. We're located at 14 South Orange Avenue in South Orange, New Jersey, and we love to engage you uh, with guests that uh, you may not know about, and they may live right next door to you. You never know. Uh, Today, we have... uh, an exciting guest who's going to speak with us about uh, how we can empower ourselves with an educational platform, but an art plant platform, and it's called Art Fundraising. I'll get to that uh, in a moment, and Diana will be able to explain more to us to help us uh, navigate that whole process in supporting our communities through art and education. I just, as you know, I always uh, like to read something a paragraph or two that can uh help us uh to get closer to who we really are because i of course believe that mind body spirit is the platform (laughs) or it's the real serious (laughs) navigation process to help us in our everyday lives at least i hope and you may be able to grab all three or you can grab just one at a time so Today, I want to speak a paragraph written by uh, Dr. Driska Brown, and it's called Medical and Spiritual Merge for Mental Health. Now, because she's a psychiatrist and, you know, she's an MD, we might think at times that, okay, this is all about the science of how we do things. But uh, doctors, too, have a extremely Uh, creative side. I'd like to think it's the left brain, right brain, (laughs) right right side of the brain, uh, left side of the brain, and I just think um, uh, she's uh, an amazing person because her approach to uh, the whole mental uh, health is uh, definitely a balance with spirituality. And I think um, when we speak to Diana today, I'd love to uh, get you all focused on art and and how that, too, can be a balance and and it can be encouraging for our children just to be sure that uh, uh, they're participating with uh, something creative. And, and of course, that's always your choice. But um, let me read uh, from our Wellness Lounge uh, publication, uh, which we've used for many years uh, when we do our pop-up wellness lounges. We leave these uh, behind for... Our guest. So she writes, I should say, uh, counselors, therapists, and psychiatrists are more willing to include and are utilizing their clients' belief system to assist the recovery process and the treatment of emotional disorders. This approach has been commonly used for a couple of years in recovery programs and, more specifically, in programs for. Substance abuse recovery, recovery. for example, Alcoholic Anonymous utilizes the spiritual beliefs of their participants to help them cope with their disorders. This philosophy completely acknowledges the recognition that sometimes the will of the individual, individual only is not enough to fight a mental disorder and a call to a higher power might be needed to turn a situation around. Now, you might wonder, why am I reading that? I, I'm, I'm reading that because uh, when we uh, uh, engage with uh, our navigation process, we want to pull from every resource. So on that note, the resource we have today is uh, Diana, who uh, – has founded an amazing organization called Art Fundraising, and her name is Diana Pollack, founded ArtWare by you in 1993. And when Diana, while serving as a PTA board member and the fundraising chair of her children's school, saw a need for quality fundraising that promote creativity as well as build self-esteem, which is very empowering um, for children, uh, and for communities, trying to identify what, uh, can help communities, schools, children. She, uh, drawing on her expertise as a successful businesswoman, she, she created a company that delivers a quality art-based fundraising program to schools throughout the country. Through the years, Diana's business has expanded in many new and exciting directions. She has always kept in mind her mission, vision, and desire to build self-esteem and children and children encourage appreciation and original artistry and inspire others to cherish original artwork and family photographs. Diana, thank you for joining us, and you know, I got uh, so excited, and I'm just like, ah! Oh geez, it's not coming out the way I want it to. But more importantly, you're here with us and you're here to help us uh, really empower um, uh, our communities, empower our children, empower, empower our, our school communities to help us understand how we can um, support creativity while
2: uh, also supporting
1: schools. So thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Great, great. So my first question is uh you were PTA board member and the fundraising chair and I think a lot of us have done that <laughs> but mm-hmm. not necessarily the board chair so uh, give us uh, a little bit of background were you always uh uh dedicated in uh the area of art uh, or supporting art uh communities or Tell us mm-hmm. more about that. Were you a child that just <laughs> that? More, I, well, I, yeah. So,
2: <laughs> I um, when I look back at my childhood, I was always involved in art somehow. Like I was the one who took all the clothes and had made fashion shows, you know, where I dressed up my younger sisters and cousins (laughs) and made everyone parade around. And I was the one that when the family sat and watched TV at night, I was creating some kind of artwork. I always had these little cottage businesses, um, I can remember drawing pictures on canvases that the women would then needlepoint into pillows. So I would like, <laughs> draw the like sort of the pattern. I mean, I just mm-hmm. always had my hands. I was always doodling or doing something. Uh-huh. My my mother and my grandmother always worked, but their work was to fundraise for those less fortunate. So at a very uh-huh. early age, I thought that's what women do. Women. Uh-huh. Um, work to help others. They didn't have the paycheck, but they were raising a hell of a lot of money for other people. (laughs) So that just seemed natural to me. And I can't tell you that there was this, like, epiphany, but it just seems like, wow, there was some continuity there that I went to art school in the 70s where, I mean, it was, you know, very hippy-dippy experience, and I went (laughs) to a very conceptual art school where you learn to draw your life. But at 17, it's like, how do you know what your life is? <laughs> right, very, right. You know, it exactly. a very... Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it also, um, it helps uh,
1: uh, that um, as a child, you knew exactly what uh, your, your mom and your grandma were engaging in and somehow that influenced you.
2: Right. But and I don't know that I realized it then. I think No, right. I we we it, never you
1: know,
2: do. <laughs> right, right. But definitely it all seemed to come together. So, you know, I had my I wasn't always doing the altruistic work. I worked at a construction management company, but I'm a very hands on learner. I actually worked with a company that when I got there they were a design build firm and um, in Tribeca, New York City before Tribeca was cool. Like no one knew what Tribeca right. was mm-hmm. back then and um I took the job because there were a lot of cool looking guys walking around with two belts and like this like this isn't too conformist okay I could work here and it was a construction management company that I would say did around $2 million a year. And I kept saying to them, like, you know, this is really cool. How do you get the word out? And they're like, "We, I don't know, we don't. So mm-hmm. I taught myself marketing and helped that company propel to a much larger company and really had a lot of hands-on experience working for somebody and helping them grow their business and learn sort of the tenets of marketing. And so mm-hmm. once you have that done, you can take that to different places. You know, it's just really great that I had this on-the-job, hands-on experience to learn. Right, right. Absolutely. So
1: now, were you, uh,
2: uh, I
1: guess, engaging uh, with your uh, with the schools at that point, with the community? No, I was
2: still single and then married. It wasn't until I actually got married and had children. And uh, mm-hmm. what I was doing was I was at that point um, building a business that was an outsourced lab for photographers and photo studios. Mm-hmm. And as uh, my daughter was five when I actually came up with this concept, um, and it was somewhat fluky as well. Um, we have Why? A- in- what do you think? Well, be- um do you, we have a, in Montclair where, where we raised our children. There was a thing, uh, a group called Indian Princess. So that was fathers and daughters oh. get together. <laughs> Did you have that? Well, it was no
1: Indian Princess. Explain. Yeah. So the
2: idea was that meant husbands or fathers and daughters could get together and do something together. Okay. Um, Montclair was always very progressive. So. Right. Um believe, yeah, sun, Sunday night, 10 o'clock. I have a five-year-old where she and my husband come to me and say, Mommy, we need an art project for tomorrow night when the girls come to our house. <laughs> so I was mad because it was 10 o'clock and she was five. <laughs> and I was also mad because that's what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to come up with this idea together, right? Not <laughs> Not me. So I had all this equipment to um, that I was using with the photo lab, so we actually came up with this very, um, we thought it was this amazing idea that the children can draw a picture of what their Indian name, the tribe meant to them, like every group was a tribe. Mm-hmm. So we asked them to draw a picture of what their Indian princess tribe meant to them and that we were going to keep their art and at next month's meeting we were going to have a surprise for them. And then the next month, um, Peter and Nell walked in with T-shirts for all the girls. Oh, and when nice. we saw the look on their eyes, like how so amazed excited. they were, we were like, "We're on to something." <laughs> so I, all, but having known that, like I, it was also something in my mind that I really was so, like, um, disappointed with the types of fundraisers that came home. You know, the the gift wrap, know, the candy, the prizes. It's always tough. You've right. got
1: like a, a few days to <laughs> sell a ton of. <laughs>
2: Right, Paper and we were something. entrepreneurs, so our yeah. children didn't win because we didn't have them. We didn't work at AT and T or P and G and couldn't go to our offices, right, mm-hmm, and have our kids right. come mm-hmm. back to school with a thousand dollars worth of orders. You know, it was like all about <laughs> being. You know, who's got the whose mommy and daddy have the biggest offices because then those kids get the prize. Yeah,
1: exactly. It was everything
2: that I didn't believe in. So mm-hmm. again, it was just seemed like this natural like. Epiphany, like wow, like this is this could be such a cool fundraiser. Children can draw art. Um, mm-hmm. There's no prize. Every child is a winner because every child gets to have their art purchased on a product. And I did some research, and we came up with about six or seven products so the children can have their art. Put on, and I knocked on doors of our local schools. Mm-hmm. And um, that start, I mean, art It was called Art Tees at the time, We, but we changed our name to Art Wear a few years later when we realized that Art Tees was somewhat limiting. Mm-hmm. But through that, I then became fundraising chair because I thought it was really important for me to learn about how schools operate. Right. But exactly. Six years later, when I was then PTA president and then on the PTA council, and all that, and my husband's like, Did you learn yet? <laughs> It just seemed natural for me to get involved. And so, yeah. yes, I've always tried to be involved.
1: Excellent. So um, speaking about involvement, when you uh, began the project, did you find that uh, more parents or more teachers or the school itself, the administration, were they involved or were there uh, groups that were more involved than others?
2: Um, that's a good question. I found that there were more schools that were receptive to what we were doing. Mm-hmm. It definitely, you know, I've learned that there's a big divide in our country. We went national pretty quickly. I started mm-hmm. doing PTO conferences, PTA conferences, art wow. educator conferences. Mm-hmm. Um started doing quite a few trade shows a year and getting the word out. And I definitely felt like the school's, it was like the cosmopolitan cities first were the ones that mm-hmm. um, embraced us. And this was a totally new concept. I mean, when I right. was out there, no one had ever heard of anything like this. They didn't get it. They're like, oh, wait, we have to, like, buy art of someone else's? Like, it. like <laughs> not no, it's your own child's art. It took our a our long school. time. <laughs> So it seemed like we, we definitely were embraced by art teachers before we were embraced by PTAs, because the, for the art teachers, we sold it to them, which was the truth. It's a way to showcase what they were doing with the children. Yeah. Art teachers were often hung, unsung heroes, or still are, unsung yes. heroes. Yes. They're the ones that are asked to make the decorations at school for a play and do mm-hmm. this and do that. and. So this was a way for them to raise money um, for art with art,
1: right? Exactly. And because so many schools don't uh, have uh, a, a tremendous uh, art budget, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like a- athletic. It's, uh, uh, some schools don't have uh, uh, an athletic budget at all. And so sure. when you look at art, the teachers are, of course, amazing and. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think if they can get any of our kids to uh, get closer to being creative, even when they're not, I think they're doing something or they're taking it a step further. So, um, you know, it's interesting that um, you had to kind of sell it to the PTA board. (laughs) Uh, I would think that most of us uh, as parents, if we're part of the PTA, because I was part of our children's mm-hmm. PTA as well. And I know how difficult it can be. But it, 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 it's hard to um, get that message to the parents that mm-hmm. this is a support system in place. It, it, is it, it? That's how I'm viewing it. But how did you view it when, when you say it, it was uh, a little difficult to get the PTA, or PTA to come on board with it?
2: Um, well, just like anything new, you know, you just need to – People sometimes are afraid of trying something new.
1: That's true. I, um, I agree. But when you're talking about how uh, much funds uh, right. can be raised, uh, that's where I'm getting the block there. Uh, well, I know that the, there are okay. programs we could use to raise money for schools. Right. But I, I'm trying to figure out uh, to me, you know, it's a, sort of a win win because. We're, or explain it because we're looking at our children's artwork. I, I get the opportunity to see my child's artwork on a T-shirt or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a tote bag or, uh, you know, I, I must say too that you're keeping up with all the trends.
2: You know, <laughs> the cell phone pockets. Right, oh, the iPhone, iPhone the iPhone covers, and the Nook and Kindle case that we have yeah, to keep making that's ourselves pretty cool. relevant. So I would we think, do. I, I would prefer to buy. Uh, the
1: the product from my school community, I believe. And and what I'm doing, I'm trying to just figure out, because you went nationally really quickly, Mm -hmm. and as you mentioned, uh, maybe the the larger cities were more receptive Mm -hmm. and so on. So I'm I'm, I'm really trying to help uh, our listeners understand how they too can uh, be empowered, maybe perhaps to have... uh, an artware fundraising platform, and they can be any place I would think in the world because we're going to get closer to your global initiative also. Right. But just right. Um, uh, letting them uh, understand that, uh, yeah, there there are some you know little walls, big right. walls, okay. little walls, and sure. uh, where did where, where does that all begin? It could be in a small town, large city, and maybe some of the schools have more money, and then and maybe perhaps. uh some of the schools have more parents that are engaged. Do you see that? uh, Sure.
2: Absolutely, and we—I was actually talking about the beginning. You know, it's definitely mm-hmm. harder in the beginning when we were not known. Now, I think right, right, exactly. People are familiar with our process, and it is really easy because it is—it's a win-win all around. It's a way to showcase um, children's talents, and even as young as pre—I mean, I'll tell you this program for preschoolers. When there's three lines on the page, one yellow, mm-hmm. one blue, and when you know. Um, Red Mm -hmm. and a child comes home, and then that art gets transferred onto mugs for grandma and grandpa, (laughs) and um, you know, a t-shirt for themselves to wear, and a tote bag for their um, you know to give back to their teacher. Um, It it is just, I, so empowering, right? It's just empowering. Here's the best story. I was in Disneyland with my family.
1: Story for a moment, Diana. because we're going to cut for break. Oh, okay. And uh, we're going to come back and. We're uh, uh, speaking with and engaging with Diana Pollack, and she's the founder of Artware Fundraising. So we'll be back in a moment, and thanks again for joining.
0: This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things. And together, you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week tuesdays at 1 p.m eastern 10 a.m pacific on voice america variety and on the voice america empowerment channel every monday at 1 p.m eastern 10 a.m pacific how do you feel about the future tune in each week for visionary leader extraordinary life with host kate ebner On Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Thanks again for joining us, and we are speaking with Diana Pollock, who is the founder of Artware Fundraising, and she has been supporting communities throughout the country and globally. So we can't wait to hear more about what uh, Diana has to share with us. So, Diana, please tell us uh, about this. Uh, you were just about to tell us about this story with sure. this uh, young lady. Uh, Five years old?
2: Yeah, she was um, probably a first or second grader, but I was in um, Disneyland with my family, and uh, at this point, um, the business was just a couple of years old, and we did end up having lots of competition, good, healthy competition. I always say there's Coke and Pepsi, so there could be more than one yes. <laughs> um, art-based fundraiser. Then you know
1: you're doing something really great.
2: <laughs> exactly. When I found out I had a competitor, and someone said, I'm sorry to tell you, I'm like, no, you gave me the best news. This means it's not a harebrained <laughs> idea, you know, and let the games begin, it's, I think competition is healthy. (laughs) Um, But I did something something from day one that was very different than our competitors, and I let people put a message on their product. So, like, it could say, Mm -hmm. world's best grandma under a shirt, or, like, on the Mm -hmm. back of a mug it could say, like, daddy's coffee, grandpa's tea, whatever they would like it to be. Right. So we're in Disneyland Mm -hmm. and walking down the street, and I see a little girl wearing a shirt that we made, and I know that it's (gasps) our company because it has one of those messages on it and the font that we use. That is so cool. It was very close. Cool. So I go up to this little girl and I said, "Listen, first, you're probably not supposed to be talking to strangers, so you know, please forgive me. But I just want you to know that I made your shirt." And she looked at me in horror and she said, N- "No, I made my shirt." <laughs> And then I, quickly, I love it. Wasn't that great? And I quickly explained that, um, you know, when do you remember the order? And the school sent it to my company, and we made it for you. We're the company that put your art on the T-shirt. And she hugged me so tight oh. and told me how much she loved her shirt. So, oh, I love that story. <laughs> love it. Love it. So, um, talk to us
1: uh, about uh, what you're doing globally. I love uh, the idea of uh, tile, the tiles uh, on the you. walls, but of course. It, 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 I don't have that much information on it. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll mm-hmm.
2: segue into first. So we have the school products fundraising program, but about 15 years ago well, I realized um, or found that I could transfer art on tiles. There's a certain type of tile that's manufactured in, in the industry for us. Mm-hmm. And I quickly put together a program that allows schools to – um Create like commemorative walls, um, mm-hmm. whether it's to just beautify a school, maybe it's to as, also could be used as a fundraiser, there could mm-hmm. be a new building you know so many schools in our country are undergoing renovations um addition. Yeah. As they expand, so it's a great way to sort of commemorate the new wing, or to, mm. or or just if it's that drab, ugly, you know, um, institutional green painted kind of hallway, it, you can right. make a, the PTA sometimes spot. So, so
1: but how do you incorporate uh, uh, the the numbers? Uh, meaning, you know, you can have a small school, a very large school. I'm sure that most kids I, want. Yeah, their I don't, photos. I don't
2: discriminate. <laughs> so, the way uh, I uh, sorry. Is, it, I, if a school has a hundred students, we, we'd be delighted to do a wall with a hundred, you know, just a hundred tiles. Great. If there's mm-hmm. a school that has a thousand students, we'll do the wall with a thousand different people. Oh, I art. love it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. So it's all about the, their community. I embrace yes. the community. That's the first thing when schools call us and say, you know, we're just a small school. Will you work with us? It's like, yeah, that's your, that's who you are. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't matter to us at all.
1: Oh, how beautiful is that? So, so in, globally,
2: right? Uh, so how did
1: you tie artware Fundraising right. and globally to help support uh, uh, sure. the global community.
2: So as um, so you know, twenty years go by. I've been doing this for quite a while, and like and you know, every anything that's exciting or artistic, creative, there just becomes a sort of you know, sort of mundane business side of things. And I sort of was losing my joie de vivre a little bit, and just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit, but you know, <laughs> okay. and just sort of positioning like where how else what can I do I felt like I was losing um a little bit of the sort of um mission part of our business and felt like we were coming you have the vision
1: but you need to still uh Continue the the mission, right? Right. Okay.
2: And how can we up the game? You are not new mm-hmm. anymore. You know, technology mm-hmm. is allowing people to do this in their homes a little bit. It's we're just we're not so much of a novelty any longer. So right. what is it that I can do to bring excitement back to um, artware and and my and my need to just constantly kind of help on a you know on another scale and um, through some goal setting and some vision planning and. St- it was in December of 2011, I realized that, you know, we could do this globally. <laughs> we There's no reason not to. Yeah. And why not, um, it, it, again, was just one of those epiphanies, aha, aha moment. Mm-hmm. I literally heard trumpets playing and <laughs> came up with this concept that we can have children here in the United States Mm-hmm. learn about a country, uh, a city, a community where the children are a little less advantaged than they are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And art is healing. And oh, yeah. why not send healing messages
1: yeah. oh, in a wow. way of
2: a tile wall hmm. that also can help to raise funds for this much-needed community?
1: Oh, wow. So, What's the first step?
2: So the first step is—it's so exciting because in December two thousand eleven, when I started to visualize this, um, we now have nine different projects in nine different countries.
1: Oh my goodness!
2: That schools here can oh, wow. jump on the bandwagon with.
1: Congratulations! And thank oh, you. beautiful!
2: So the summer I went to, we completed our first project in Nepal and that was just so exciting um mm-hmm. we built uh, a, a, we actually brought 400 tiles mm-hmm. to Nepal that we installed in the first ever library in Lumbini Nepal which is in the south and Lumbini is the birthplace of Buddha and it's a beautiful community and through a nonprofit that was um started in from a doctor who lives in here in New Jersey called Anata she was helping to um she was Helping to support build this library at a girls, it's uh, a nunnery and a girls' college. And um, when I was asking her how she was paying for it, she was, had said that she had raised enough money for the infrastructure of the library, but she didn't have enough money to purchase the books at that point. Ah, wow. So my aha moment there was, let's create a tile wall. Let's have mm-hmm. the children from the schools there in, in Nepal draw art, mm-hmm. and let's have children here draw art. Mm-hmm. And the monk who started, um, who was the founder of this, the school, we asked him to give us a theme that the art should be, and he, um, the Venerable Matea decided that the um, wall should be called the Garden of Harmony. Because Ooh, to yeah. him, people should be able to live like flowers in a garden where there's all different oh, species living together peacefully. Oh, beautiful. Isn't Absolutely it? So we beautiful. let the schools. So we worked with six schools here in the states, and we received art from about a hundred pieces of art from Nepal. Mm-hmm. And everyone was able to interpret however the art teachers wanted to work with their students. However, whoever came across our project, they could interpret it however they wanted. The Garden of Harmony. We work with adults and we work with children.
1: Oh, I love it! I think it's so important to uh, work with uh, adults. Show sure. the children you know yeah
2: you just give a, you, put, you put adults in a room, give them a glass of wine, loose <laughs> have an art making table we couldn't get that we would, could never get them to leave <laughs>
1: right and you know and i i think uh, also uh what it is or what it could be is that um we don't it, well we very rarely take time. To just relax, and art is very relaxing, right?
2: It's therapeutic, it's relaxing, mm-hmm. and it's interesting when we, um, there were f- four, I just want to say one thing, but the exciting part about the uh, Anato wall was that we were able to raise enough money to buy over 300 books and furniture for the library wow. with the tiles that we created and brought over and installed. But getting back to the adults, so there were about four or five of us that were, um le- going to Nepal, and one night we decided that we were going to have all our friends come together and make art for tiles. So we invited a whole bunch of people, and instead of every time I wanted to say thank you to them for coming, Mm -hmm everyone all the, the all, all the participants kept thanking us they kept thanking us for giving them the chance to just stop their oh, movie lives. Oh, that's so beautiful. Exactly. And make art and we uh, collaging is, you know, scrapbooking is very big in the United States. Right, now. very
1: big. Yeah. So we
2: yes. um but I don't use think, that that. I, I'm
1: not sure if uh, they have figured out how to fundraise yet with that. But
2: Well, we we sort of do that kind of scrapbooking art, like a lot of collage making. Mm. It's very, you know, people who are afraid to draw can definitely cut with a scissor and take magazines and collage a wow. beautiful image. That sounds and
1: so beautiful. That sounds like something we should have at uh, our wellness lounge, too, because we I'm, have worked name, off name
2: the date and we'll, we'll make a night.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, if uh you know when you li- what i'm what I'm hearing too is that uh although it's a, a fundraising option, it can still be uh a, a family uh option to get closer together and put down Absolutely.
2: the in you fact, know the iphones
1: just- and the you know <laughs> ipads and that so maybe perhaps um, in the future not sure but maybe you're doing it already uh maybe uh, there could be a family initiative where everyone would participate including the parents
2: well we, you see we anything have like that? that? we actually have that we just have a couple hey! <laughs> yes and well like in maplewood uh, one of the schools had a family service night so the families oh, wow. came together and the idea was that they draw and work together on a piece and they were creating art for tiles that were Um, that are going to go to a school in Haiti that we're supporting through the you're just brilliant you know
1: that I just oh gosh love it love it (laughs) (laughs) I mean I you know I think what happens uh, sometimes um, uh, most parents want to participate you know we, we all want to jump in and do things that's going to help our children help our schools help our communities and I think uh if um, uh, you know, listening if people are listening to you, they have options. You know, so many options now that um, uh, this one might get them a little closer to getting involved because maybe perhaps they cannot, uh, uh, you know, sell wrapping paper, which I think is mm-hmm. fine. That's good. All mm-hmm. the other fundraisers are fine, but because. They need to relax. They may just jump in with art wear because most of us are constantly moving, moving. But wrapping paper, selling wrapping paper may raise money, but you still have to move. You have to work. Right, right. But but doing art or sitting down with your family or just um, uh, supporting your your children and uh, making beautiful art, that I think is uh, just – Exceptionally, you know, wonderful uh, to engage on a family level where either it's dinner or it's not dinner. You know, I'm looking at art. Being dinner for a change because that too is a challenge. We're not sitting down having dinner together. Uh, so yeah, no, it's
2: very true. It's like easy to write a check, but the uh, but the um, the action of doing the creating of the art yeah. gives you a little bit of more ownership. And when you um, know that something that you took time to create, then you know lives on permanently somewhere else. Yeah, very powerful.
1: Very very powerful. I'm, I'm just. Uh... Uh, as I mentioned before, I, I really think, uh, you know, I spoke to you, I think that um, this is a platform that uh, the United Nations Association should also look at uh, because they're always uh, uh, engaging globally, of course, but uh, also raising funds um, to, you know, build schools in other countries. So I'm uh, looking uh, to at least have you come and, and speak to uh, uh, some of the people at the association, because uh, this, I think, is the win-win. So question uh, about the products. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I looked, and it, and it, just, it, it reads that uh, 35% – the schools are making 35% of mm-hmm. these products. And mm-hmm. is it is it because uh, of the products that you identify, you think, that are really cool and, you know, for the kids? Or are some products selling more than
2: others? or? That's a really interesting question because that's something we spend a lot of time working on. We, when we started the company, we had seven products. Now we have over 40 in our catalog. Wow. And some sell better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we it's a, it's a lot of work to find the balance of something that we can um, sell at mm-hmm. a price point that's, you know, on point with what you can find in the marketplace. And yet have enough of a a profit margin in there for the schools to be able to then see that 35%. We also have a program now where they can earn 38%, and it has a. It's how we distribute to the. It's like they can choose a distribution where it can be distributed to the school for the PTAs to hand out, or Mm -hmm. we can we do what's now called direct to door, where parents for five dollars shipping charge have their order delivered right to their home. Oh my goodness! And as an incentive to do that, it's very easy for the PTA coordinator or parent coordinator, I should say, or school administrator, we give them a little bit more money to say thank you for trying this and also realizing that if a parent might spend $5 on shipping, maybe they'll buy one less product. So mm-hmm. we're giving the schools a little bit more. But it's a dance. We're It's hard. We We, mm-hmm. we make our money on volume. I mean, we're not, you know, it's – very small markups. What people don't understand is when you go buy gift wrap and you can make a 50% markup on gift wrap, it's something that's made on moss, you know, and they're just pulling off the shelf. But every product we make is custom made because it's a right. very special individual art. Right. So we spend a lot of time every mm-hmm. year. Um, we sometimes have to take products out of our catalog because the manufa- you know, the, the goods, the cost mm-hmm. of the goods goes the up. The actual so high.
1: Manufa- yes.
2: Yeah, so it's a it's a dance, but we're constantly looking and seeing what we can find out there.
1: Awesome. Do you um, look at uh, programs where corporations can uh, oh. maybe perhaps support or I'm so employees glad you, can support?
2: I'm so glad you mentioned that because we have a division. It's hard to remember oh, what everything great. So We have a division called Art with Purpose, and it's actually corporate team, for corporate team building. Mm. So, we'll come in and spend, like, when there's an in-service day at an organization, Mm -hmm. or if there is, you know, a corporate retreat of some kind, we Mm -hmm. can even mobilize, and we have... um, um, we do these great tile tables, so it's um, 25 tiles that are then um, cr- turned into a table. And we we'll have we have corporations that are donating those to like pediatric centers. And oh my goodness, and,
1: I love it, love it. And, or,
2: so so it's called Art with Diana Purpose. And we're going to have to break too.
1: for commercial, but would love okay. to come back and pick up right. Uh, where we're leaving off here about the tables. I love that idea. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We're speaking with Diana Pollock, the founder of Artware Fundraising.
2: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of leadership development news. Hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Thanks again for joining us. We're speaking with Diana Pollack, and she's the founder of Artware Fundraising. Diana, we were just... um, Uh, listening and uh, excited about the possibility of corporations and how they can get involved. You were speaking about uh, the initiative with the the tile table.
2: Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So um, often at corporate retreats, there's some sort of uh, philanthropic Part of the day and it's a great team building experience. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll come into, uh, we'll show up and come to the corporate meeting and work with the participants to create art. Usually we um, talk about a theme that might be running through their event or we can drive the theme and we help them to create art, again, if it's about 5 o'clock in the evening, we probably do hand them a glass of wine, too, just to loosen them up a little bit, and Always so the, they work together in teams and create art, and we then take that art and transfer it onto tiles, and we create tiled tables that are just the most adorable um, product that then the corporation can donate to a local pediatric unit at a hospital or mm. maybe a daycare center, you know, um, or a Head Start program. Wow. So it's just bright and cheery and beautiful. Oh, my um, goodness. That's just, so beautiful. It's, it's like endless
1: possibilities of being able endless. to su- support uh, various communities. It doesn't have to be school. The school community can no. definitely be you know, hospitals, and, oh, I love that. It so, can be an orphanage. Um, orphanage, excellent. Right. Excellent. So where do have... you uh, see uh, the, the vision uh, for uh, uh, hopefully um, empowering uh, communities globally? Do you see uh, having more tile walls uh, in uh, many countries? Uh, yeah, I, I think you said you're you're in how many countries now? We
2: have, we have about nine to ten that are nine solidified. Nine to ten. So where
1: do you see about. in five years uh, uh, where that can go? What's your vision for this? Um, it, I just see it going. I just keep it. it's fine. I mean, I, I think uh, right now nine countries are amazing, but. I, if you have nine, I, I'm sure the way well, that's that, within, right, the and way nine that you all are working, one, right, who knows, nine. you might have uh, fifty countries uh, or, in Or Boston.
2: even within one country. I mean, it's it, it does. even with, it's not even just the amount of countries. I just want to service. I want to help as right. many. I, wa- I guess the goal is to have children here learning mm-hmm. about life bigger than themselves and yeah. how they can help yeah. other children. And my goal is more than the finished product of the tile wall, it's if I can make a difference in children's lives here and sort of – if if from every school them. I work with, if one child will then go take a trip, some, you know, a service trip somewhere else mm-hmm. and help as they grow older somewhere else and do more work for to help other people, that's more my mission.
1: Right, exactly. You're doing I want it so well, you're inspiring. Young people to really right. focus on the future because if they're doing this now, and as you just mentioned, you know they can grow up and, and decide uh, they want to support uh, various communities globally or nationally. You know, people need help, and right. that's uh, that's a great message. It's really empowering uh, in a huge way. I love right. it. So right. speaking about children, uh, Diana uh your children or your your family members uh they support you uh in all this and uh are they artistic <laughs> Probably um, not, right?
2: Well, the, the, everyone's artistic in their own way. My daughter is extremely artistic. She was a modern dancer. She um, wants to be an event planner. She is uh, my children have an amazing work ethic and I think Love that it, yes. part of seeing their mom and their dad both entrepreneurial. Spirits, um, mm-hmm. working hard all the time. My son is in housing studies. He's still in um, University of Minnesota, mm-hmm. and so he's went from architectural drawing to doing housing studies. Wow! But you know, Excellent. he's there. Everyone is quite talented in their own way, um, and they're very supportive. I think they're very proud of their mama. I think so too. They should
1: be. <laughs> now, of course, uh, we, we all uh, we have partners or. or are significant mm-hmm. others or husbands. I know that my husband has always been so supportive, and I, I know that I could not do a, a number of things without my husband's support. You mentioned your husband a couple of times during the conversation. So it, it, that really helps, uh, it, or it, does it help you just knowing that your husband gets it? <laughs> Oh, I, <laughs> I couldn't do this because that's really what it is. They, do they get it? Do they get? Does he get what you're doing? And he's there for you
2: he, m- m- more than I could say. I mean, yeah. he, without the buy-in of you know us, I mean, this is our future. Right. He, the message that Artware um, is putting out there is really coming from both our hearts in a yeah. way. You know. Yeah. So one of us. You know, so it's just amazing. It's wonderful, and just to be able to take off and go to these countries and know that I can. You're helping,
1: yeah. You're helping. So now, where uh, can uh, we find you? Can where can everyone find you?
2: Well, our website, our <laughs> new website is Fundraising dot com, and it's artware wear as in goods, not a shirt. So it's a r t w a r e. Fundraising.com. dot com. We're on Facebook at Artware Fundraising. We are on um, Pinterest. <laughs> we <Woo-hoo>.
1: LinkedIn.
2: <laughs> um you send us a an email, and we love to have a conversation with about how our you might want to embrace one of our projects, or you might have a project that you'd like us to look at, you know, Mm -hmm. someone to support. We Mm -hmm. love working with churches and synagogues and youth groups and individuals and schools and all different types of nonprofits. That's Our our mission now for the next five years going forward is really to support more nonprofits locally and globally
1: ah yeah that's uh, really important so um uh, do you anticipate uh the product actually uh, uh becoming a retail uh Product in stores or anything? <laughs> Not I if know. my husband
2: I need can to ask help it. No, I, at
1: all because I love the platform. I've always said that. So I right. just, I, I, oh my gosh, I just see endless possibilities to help communities. Well, with, Desiree,
2: with we would need another hour because that, that, <laughs> that's like a whole other segment of one of the things that we're helping too is when we go to these different countries, there are a lot of, we are helping to raise money to, um, Better the skills of the um, – to give the children and the teens and the moms skills, right, to create um, products so that they can then help their families.
1: Yeah. So I
2: am – there's a whole other side of this, is which is bringing product to market. Like we have these beautiful uh, – we're working with a, a girl shelter in Cambodia, and we're bringing um, – dolls and beaded necklaces and shawls and things that they make here to sell. So there's a whole
1: nother-hmm Now, art. how does the art, uh, are they,
2: hmm, I guess
1: uh, they're obviously making dolls, that's very creative and artistic, right. but um, is there a, a place to incorporate some of the designs of what the children are doing here
2: uh,
1: with with that uh... we do
2: that we do that amongst the individual that's a good question we do that amongst the, the individual nonprofits for instance we work with a nonprofit in Florida and they help um, the impoverished with an after school center that children can go to for homework help and Life lesson and a place, shelter and snacks, and so they, so, so a group like that, they take the art of their children, and mm. we create product for them to sell to the community. Yeah. So, like sets of note cards and you know mugs and things. So often I work with the individual um, entity or the the recipient, um, the person who's trying to do the fundraising, the nonprofit. will help them create product that they can sell.
1: Excellent. And it doesn't matter uh, how large the group is. No. So I, I heard you mention uh, churches, synagogues, youth right. groups. Uh, it, you know, what's a, in, in a perfect world, how would this look if uh, we, uh, you know, we said uh, right now, you know, there are hundreds of churches that would want you to come in or synagogues or
2: mm-hmm.
1: mosques that would want you to come in to help their members uh mm-hmm. just you know get closer to fundraising creating mm-hmm. art and all of that how realistic is it uh, uh to think that um uh maybe perhaps they uh once taught they can actually navigate this if it's hundreds of people and create a, a legacy for it it's
2: I mean it's what, we do every, it's what we do every day. It's really easy. We've actually created the materials. We have um, wow. the, the support <laughs> that we can help with the fundraising letter, the art instructions. You know, I can't um, necessarily wow. meet in person with everybody, but we've worked no. it out throughout the country that we can sort of give you a kit that allows you to do this all. That's, can,
1: oh, that's excellent. That's perfect. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about much. It just uh, your team, you're coming in to help them to navigate the whole process and you can leave and they'll continue to uh, hopefully engage their, their members of their communities. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. (laughs) So, okay. Send me a kit. I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. You know, um, uh, one of the other reasons why I, I love what you're doing. This platform is incredible. Like, um, my husband uh, would have our, our daughters, uh, I mean, they're much older now, but he would take all their artwork, and he would actually frame it. It was just this beautiful frames. Of course, I would do that, but <laughs> the frames are just amazing. And he would put uh, their work in his office. <laughs> and so people would come in and say, oh, my God, that's such a beautiful piece. Who is that? <laughs> And it was actually our our kids. So I always thought, wow, that was a way for him to stay close to his kids while working in such mm-hmm. a big city like New York, but uh, stay very close. But what you're doing now, uh, it's just amazing because we can even transfer that art uh, onto various products that we, we want, you know, these and products.
2: Uh, and we do have these beautiful wall mounting type products that are, look like those sort of similar to like what the art on canvas looks like but we do it on a hard board so yes we can fill anyone any daddy's office up with art of <laughs> i love that
1: that's <laughs> that's a great uh that's gonna be a great father's day um uh gift so this has been such a lovely lovely time you know with you uh diana because uh I, I just love the creative platform, and I think we all need it as adults, as children. We need to encourage our children. We need to uh, be sure that um, uh, I think in most communities are um, engaging with a creative platform, even if it's not artware fundraising. The kids need to be connected with uh, uh, creativity and art, although it should be your platform because it's helping communities globally. Well, I appreciate
2: that, but I agree with you. Um, Taking art out of the schools is not the way to go, and thank you for sharing that sentiment. No, no. So once again, uh, we're speaking with Diana Pollock.
1: Diana, where can we find you? We're closing uh, the show out, uh, and we'd uh, love to – here again, where can uh, so anyone
2: So it's either you? Um, www.artwarefundraising.com, A-R-T-W-A-R-E fundraising, or 800-609-8337.
1: Excellent. Are you on social networking and
2: Artware Twitter Fundraising is on Facebook, um, Artware Fundraising, and LinkedIn hardware fundraising on pinterest we've got a few blazes great excellent
1: thank you so much diane diana for uh joining us uh today and, you, and hopefully I really you'll come back it. and keep us uh <laughs> informed about uh all of the great things you all are doing because i see that it's endless and helping communities
2: so well, once I'll again thank
1: you and thank you all for listening and uh we look forward to you all shining on again to take it a step further because we are speaking with people that may live right next door to you that are doing amazing things and you have no idea. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, tune in again to Empowerment uh, Channel on Voice America, the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.